0: I'm Carmen. And I'm Joanna. And welcome to Live, Laugh, Murder. Murder. Don't murder. Mm. Dolly sent us something that she, a story she wants us to cover. Mm-hmm. quote-unquote story. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dolly. How are you? It's one of Joanna's friends from Michigan.
1: Yeah, she says another thing for you and Carmen. I'm not going to show you it, though.
0: So is it one that you're going to do?
1: Maybe. Nice. I have no internet connection, so I can't even, like, pull it up. <laughs> well, not today. I
0: know. You can do it another day. I will.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, Don't tell me if it's a movie or... It's a movie.
1: Like I would tell you, it's real life.
0: Welcome to Live Laugh Murder, where we tell stories that may or may not be true. Mm-hmm. We are true crime sometimes. Today's episode is dedicated to one of our lovely Patreon members. Is it me? It's not you. Dang it. It's someone who's been a patron far longer than you. Is it you. Molly? You'll never guess, Joanna.
1: Molly. Becky it's molly yay you'll never guess it it's molly i know even though you guess it
0: molly is one of our closest friends as if you're a listener of the pod then you know she's so sweet for supporting us on patreon so molly this episode is dedicated to you ooh, ooh. thank you for all you do and not just on the podcast molly yeah we love molly's you a,
1: molly's a friend you want to have she's a good egg she- <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that not something people say <laughs>
1: If Wait. you're 90. All right,
0: Joanna. Before I get to my story, Joanna, what's the tea in Florida this mm-hmm.
1: week? Well, this was Spill. sent to us or sent to me by mm-hmm. Becky. Oh, Becky's back. As I, She's back. All right. So I was driving home from Target today and I was like, dang, I got to do a Florida man story. And I'm not kidding you. As I'm pulling out my phone dings, two messages from Becky and I'm like, these are perfect. Thank you. You know why that happened? Why?
0: Because you're so lucky and everything works out for you.
1: <laughs> I started saying those things. Oh my gosh, I'm not kidding you. I'm like, th- I said, I'm like, no, mine is I am a good person and things will work out in my favor.
0: That's lovely. Yeah. I, I am, love that. I'm a
1: decent person.
0: You're, no, you have to go above and beyond. Okay. I'm a perfect person. Oh. Things always work out for me.
1: Oh, okay. <clears throat> so Becky sent me this one. I had to pick between the two and this is the one I wanted to do. I'll do the next one next week. Okay. Pear spent two days locked quotation marks in unlocked closet
0: (laughs) they had to be on drugs pecky another drug story
1: (laughs) what the heck a florida man and woman spent two days two days trapped in what they believed to be a locked closet what yeah until police let them out and discovered the door was actually never locked what were they on joanna uh john arwood 31 at the time, and Amber Campbell, 25 at the time. Here's, you want to see a picture of yes, Amber please. real quick? She's okay, little,
0: Amber. Yeah.
1: Amber. Just eyeliner. Come on, girl. I know. <laughs> Clean it up.
0: She just looks in this picture like she's been locked in a closet. And she
1: has a dollar symbol tattooed on her neck. On
0: her throat, yeah. That looks very painful to get. All right, tell okay. me
1: more. So they claimed they were chased into a janitor's closet at Daytona State College in Daytona Beach, Florida by unidentified assailants. Huh. On a Sunday, according to the Daytona Police, I'm sorry, the Daytona Beach Police Department's report, the pair waited two days in the closet before calling nine one one.
0: Two days. Wait, 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 wait. Where in a Daytona Beach res- college?
1: No college. In the college. State college. In the janitor's a, closet. A
0: janitor. Okay, that's what they I was. They
1: said they're what? claiming that somebody chased
0: them. Uh huh. And they were locked for two days.
1: Two days. Police officers found the couple in the Marine and Environmental Science Center on December 30th. I wonder if they were students.
0: No, they were 25, probably not. 25 and 31. Yeah.
1: After they opened the door for the woman and the man, a police officer checked (laughs) if the door would lock on the inside. An officer went into the closet, closed the door, and found it had, in fact, been unlocked the The entire time. time. What the fuck? (laughs) Police. Police said they found in the closet human feces. I was going to say feces. And a scouring pad, the latter of which is commonly used, scar- am I saying that right, to smoke crack cocaine.
0: Well, there you go, people. Mm. But Don't no, smoke crack, you'll get locked in a closet that's unlocked. But
1: Wait, no drugs were found.
0: They just found the materials yeah. for the drugs. Yeah. They probably know. shoved it up their hoo-ha or ball. Or they just
1: did the drugs and they were gone. Okay. Arwood and Campbell were charged with trespassing. Campbell was also charged with violating her probation. Mm. Arwood's criminal record includes armed burglary and theft of ar- firearms. Jeez. I mean, he looks like a normal person. Like, if he wasn't, like, that wasn't his mugshot, I feel like.
0: Yeah, he just looks like a typical dude. Mm-hmm. Whenever people smile in their mugshot, it's a
1: little. It's
0: a little disarming.
1: It is, especially when it's for something really bad.
0: I know. Listen, kids, don't do drugs. As we established on our Patreon bonus episode, Joanna was in Dare, so in fifth I, grade. <laughs> don't do drugs, because this is what happens when you don't follow your Dare pledge from fifth grade. People, you need to
1: just fl- laminate it like Ross did with his little
0: Ross he Geller can sleep
1: with, but keep it in his wallet. <laughs>
0: How did your mind go to Ross Geller? Well, from uh, laminating your dare card. Because he
1: laminated his, um, who he can sleep with. I his... remember.
0: Are you in the zone for a murder
1: story, Joanna? Always am. Always. I've, you know what? Last night I was watching Grey's Anatomy on Netflix, which I'm powering through and I'm really enjoying yeah. it. But every time I go to Netflix, they always have like these documentaries about like murders and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to surprise Carmen one day. And when she's reading her story, I'm going to be like, mm i already knew it because i already watched it what's gonna happen you know what it did happen once you knew a story
0: when we did our two oh, was the ted bundy when everyone Don't, knows ted bundy you just respoiled it for people <gasps> who haven't listened that's like our second one <laughs> it was like one of our first few episodes but how did that feel as i was telling it to you and you kind of already knew it
1: because it's i like listening to you tell your version of it
0: okay okay rendition okay is that the word no joanna yeah are you ready for a story always am joanna yes If a woman goes missing under mysterious circumstances, who is always the first suspect?
1: Well, if she's married, her husband. Yes. Yeah.
0: How do we really know if the husband did it? Well, detectives have to look at evidence, witness statements, alibi, forensics, all that to really determine what happened to the wife, the woman. Today's story is going along this theme. I'm going to tell you right off the bat here, the husband is the main suspect in this story. But the question the whole time is, did he really do it or not?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
0: As you'll see, we'll continue to wonder throughout what actually happened here. I'm going to give you the facts of the case, the crime and the evidence. I want you, Joanna, to come up with your own opinions as we go along. Okay. And don't be afraid to tell me. And we can discuss if we think based on the evidence if the husband is guilty or not. Okay. All
1: right. You'll tell me at the end if he is.
0: Yeah, I'll reveal if it's a true crime case or the plot of a movie like I usually do. Yes. Like I always do, I mean. Picture this. Yes. Should I close my eyes? <laughs> Imagine this in your mind's eye. We're in an affluent Midwest area. It's there's Michigan. <laughs> no, there's gorgeous homes lining the street. Mm-hmm. A fun downtown area to party at nearby, and there's also a quote beach nearby for fun and relaxation. I say quote because we're in Missouri, which is landlocked. Yeah. But you know they have like lakes. Rivers. the time period is around 2012 2014 so modern times okay Okay. and we have a husband who's about our age who starts his day by getting up going for a coffee and then going to relax at the beach for a bit with his newspaper nick as his that's his name also takes a moment to stop and check on his local business as it's mid-morning and the bar should be opening soon afterwards he heads back home where he left his wife amy that morning upon entering his home he sees something off nick enters the living room to find that the front door is wide open a glass coffee table has been overturned and shattered a chair is knocked over and his wife is nowhere to be seen Uh he calls out to her runs through the house nothing so nick calls the police and as they arrive he states i don't know where my wife is and i came home to this Mm okay So, now I'd like to give you the evidence as it is found, I guess from the detective's point of view, from kind of here on out. I want you to remember the whole time that the question remains what happened to his wife, who is named Amy, not our friend Amy.
1: No, I just saw Amy today.
0: (laughs) So, you know, she's safe. Mm -hmm. So, the detective is Detective Boney. Oh, Boney? Mm -hmm. And as she. Hi,
1: Spell. Hi, Spell who's
0: that i don't know b-o-n-e-y is how i have it spelled i I hope i have it spelled correctly as detective Boney walks through the home she sees that nick she sees things that nick didn't pick up on okay which is their job as detectives do first of all she sees a small amount like very small like less than probably a coin quarter size amount of blood splatter in the kitchen Uh on an upper cabinet is found Mm. but It's evidence, right? Very small, but evidence. Upstairs, she sees a dress lying on the ironing board. She does question Nick about it, saying, you know, why is there such a gorgeous dress out? Detective Boney discovers that today, the day of Amy going missing, is their wedding anniversary, five years. Oh. So, you know, Detective Boney continues her initial inspection of the home in their home office, bedrooms, bathrooms. She sees that Amy is a Harvard graduate and that's impressive to her, making mental notes, making physical notes. Detective Boney asks seemingly random questions to kind of get a feel for the situation. Where are you from? You know, who are your friends? All this kind of stuff. Nick reveals that they moved to Missouri in the not-too-far past because his mom was sick and diagnosed with breast cancer, and they moved there to be closer to her. After the initial walkthrough, this disappearance is immediately taken seriously by detectives. So, what do you think Nick does here? She's missing. Walk through the house. What does the husband do
1: first? He is well, going to be compliant with the police if his if he didn't do it.
0: There you go. Exactly. He's gonna
1: right. Be, yeah, he's going to just do whatever he needs to do. Perfect.
0: So Nick goes to the station for questioning. Offers up his DNA. No problem. He wants to do anything he can to find his wife. But also, go ahead. Guilty husbands.
1: What well, was that one story I did? The one where the Michigan husband killed his wife and mm-hmm. was like very compliant with the police.
0: They and yes he still did it. So keep this dynamic in your mind the whole time. Yeah,
1: kind of going back and forth already.
0: Could it be, or couldn't? Could it not be? Yeah. While Nick is there for questioning at the police station, forensics begin. Meanwhile, combing through his home, looking for anything and everything that they can find.
1: Yeah, to link him to it, right?
0: Exactly. Or, or to find
1: somebody who did it,
0: right? what's noticed is how nick acts at the police station Ooh. they always pay attention to your body movement mm-hmm. how you everything and it's always recorded so you can look back and kind of analyze everything he's cool and he's like cavalier even makes a joke at one point to the detective questioning him saying this feels like a law and order episode Ugh. not the time no not the time nick Nick denies a lawyer when they say, you know, you can have a lawyer present and tells detectives he just wants to get this going. Let's find her. Let's find my wife. Yeah. So the line of questioning goes to where Nick needs to describe his wife. What kind of person is she? Okay. Who are her friends? What does she do? Nick reveals that he owns a bar with his family and Amy doesn't work right now. Be nice. Must be nice, right? Wait, Wait, do
1: they have any kids? No kids. Okay
0: amy likes to read a lot as a hobby and he says that she doesn't have a lot of friends she kind of keeps to herself Mm. they kind of keep to themselves according to him detective boney finds this odd and assumes does amy maybe drink a little too much is she into you know these stay-at-home wives is she into drugs does she have friends that you don't know about nick Mm. you know she must fill her time somehow this pisses nick off greatly why He feels like his wife is being judged immediately and it it angers him. And then the detectives also mention about Amy being an Ivy League girl and kind of like are painting this picture of her. Maybe she's standoffish, has her nose up in the air.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: I feel like they do this stuff though to get a reaction out of the husband.
1: Or she's so snooty that she made enemies.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like does she have anyone who would want to hurt her? Same thing. Or yeah, Nick starts to become irritated with this line of questioning and... According to him, she's not like that. She's not that kind of person. I told you how Nick started his day. Here he has to give specific times and locations to the police. He lays out. He left his home around 9.30 a.m., got a coffee and a newspaper, went to the beach, and then stopped at the bar around 11. How much time is that? Hour and a half?
1: I was going to say it depends on where, how far away.
0: Yeah. Well, he left his house at 9.30, he says, and got to the bar around 11
1: kind of a long time to get a coffee and, oh, and sit
0: at the beach and you oh, know
1: I guess you're sitting and yeah but your coffee gets cold
0: uh, right so then back home remember this is the day the morning of their five-year wedding anniversary yeah. An hour and a half two hours max in all that time remember chaos ensued in his house glass table was shattered blood is found in the kitchen amy's disappeared without a trace and nobody, a trace. Saw nobody saw anything nobody saw anything Hmm. Only thing noticed was by a neighbor that the front door was left open.
1: Hmm. That seems weird.
0: Detective Boney finds it odd that Nick says Amy has no real friends around here. That Nick doesn't know Amy's blood type finds it odd. But who really does? I don't know.
1: You know what? I'm really bad. I should know my daughter's blood type, but I...
0: I don't. I think I only learned my blood type when I was pregnant. I
1: don't even know mine.
0: Yeah. I'm all positive because I'm a positive person. <laughs> okay. That's how I remember it. Okay. Um, Most of all, the weird, what Detective Boney kind of calls Nick out on is that she, he hasn't notified anyone of her disappearance, not even her parents at this point. Well, he they, hasn't made one phone call.
1: Well, I don't blame him for that because he's with the police. Like, there's a lot uh-huh. going on. Like, I feel like once the, what is it? When the, what's that? Your nice? adrenaline. Yeah, like once you settle down, you're like, "Oh shoot, now I got to make phone calls."
0: Well, that's his exact excuse what you're saying. He's saying that he's he claimed that he was so busy with them and the situation, yeah. focused on that, that he didn't have time to call anyone. So, they're, they they kind of just try to get at anything they can, the detectives.
1: Cuz they want to like I feel like they just want it's an easy person to blame Mm -hmm. like oh he did it we're good exactly we're done
0: nick can't stay at his own house after this obviously because it's overtaken by forensics so he has to stay with his sister while the police go in and out of his home it's a crime scene so he complies complies with everything no argument so let's move on to the next day this happened the day after the fourth of july so she went missing july 5th
1: oh so they got married july 5th
0: no oh I didn't put that together. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. So July 6th, the first official day that Amy's missing. This is when things really kind of kick into gear. Amy's parents set up a volunteer search party. They get banners printed immediately. They hold a press conference. All typical stuff. Mm-hmm. At the press conference, who speaks first? Nick, the husband. Should be. Right. He does. His speech is, is extremely lackluster. He says his wife has disappeared under mysterious circumstances, this is his speech at the press conference, and he asks for anyone with information to come forward, and that's it. He doesn't really say anything else about her or the situation, and he's ridiculed in the press for this.
1: I mean, I feel like you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. You are. kind of thing.
0: Yeah. They tear his ass up. No tears or anything that the public would expect, which exactly what you said.
1: Yeah. Because if he overdid it, oh, he's just doing that to right. make seem.
0: Right. Right. It's even found that a selfie was taken with a very pretty woman <laughs> at the press conference. Uh-huh. According to Nick, he did not do it purposefully and asked the woman to delete the photo.
1: I'm like, yeah.
0: It's just weird. People do respond in unexpected ways yes. like in time of crisis. You never know. You never know. When Amy's parents speak at the same co- press conference, they go on about their daughter and how wonderful she is. They talk about searching and how they're setting up a website for her. All that you would expect from mm-hmm. parents of a missing person. Especially par- wealthy parents mm-hmm. who can afford as much as they need. Yeah. And I didn't mention, Amy's family is rich. So that's another thing to keep like in consideration.
1: They ask for extensions on their taxes, Rich? <laughs> <laughs>
0: They don't file January 30th. <laughs> Amy herself is rich. Oh. So let's go into this a little uh. bit more. During the investigation, it's found that the house, the car, all the utilities, and even Nick's family bar is all in Amy's name. Joanna oh. has this face, like the emoji where you're like, eh, showing but your teeth.
1: I feel like if she goes missing, does he get control of everything? Like, I feel like it's one of those is this what what is it prenup yeah i wonder if they had that
0: we gotta read the prenup amy owns it all she had a trust fund in her name and has recently had her life insurance updated remember i'm telling you today's story evidence-based i'm giving you the evidence yeah okay it's always a sign and it just makes you go "Eh." amy has also had some odd relationships in her past not one, but two men in her past she has pressed charges against for things like stalking, physical abuse, and one for sexual abuse. She? She herself. Nick claims he knew none of that. This okay. all came out in the investigation. He had no clue, allegedly.
1: Allegedly.
0: And I feel like people who are wealthy, I mean, sometimes can get attacked, stalked, mm-hmm. try, you know, ex-boyfriends, Trying to weasel money out of them? Yeah. I don't know. Is that true? Is that not true? I wouldn't know I'm that wealthy. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know I'm not wealthy. Back to the investigation. In the following days, Nick does what he's supposed to do. He attends a volunteer search party where they're looking hard for Amy. They're searching waterways, fields, the woods, day and night. You know, they're on boats.
1: linked arm in arm?
0: (laughs) Well, you know, that's not what you do. I think, I'm probably wrong here, but I feel like you have to spread out a certain amount of feet and you kind of comb the area. Yeah. You know, like a comb, like the teeth I know of a comb. what a comb is. Comb the area. Since this case is instantly high profile, he, as I said, is all, all over the news day one. Yeah. The media debates instantly as they do. Like, what are those news channels where they have the talking heads? You know what I mean? They talk about how Nick <laughs> is good-looking and handsome. Oh.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They always mention the looks. Yeah. But the next breath, saying that he looks guilty and is responsible for Amy's disappearance. The, okay. d- the media is vicious.
1: Do they have a motive yet? Well,
0: no, 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 no. The media comes up with their own motives.
1: But if everything's in her name, like I don't think he benefits from her missing.
0: The main motive always is money when someone has money.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Well, the main, like what we assume. Yeah. Around this time, in the spirit of investigation, the police continue searching whatever they have access to. And this leads them to another house in the area. It's more run down and small. When detectives go there, Who do they find at the home on the day they go to the home? Her? No. Oh. Nick. At the house? At this random house, right? Mm. It's not a random house. It's his father's house. Oh, okay. I was being a little facetious there. Um, The police are aware that it's Nick's dad's house. Their intention is to canvas it, look for anything they can find to find Amy. They do not expect to find Nick when they go there. He accuses them of following him around, like, are you casing me? Is that the word? Stalking me? No, following me.
1: So wait, they didn't expect to find Nick at his dad's house. That's what
0: they said. That's
1: stupid. He
0: blames them for following him around, which they very well could have been. They said it was a coincidence that they mm-hmm. saw him there. Either way, doesn't matter. Nobody lives in this house because um. it's Nick's father's house who lives, who lives in an assisted living facility's elderly Nick's dad so this is an empty house that he has access to that Amy has access to and from an outsider's perspective we can wonder what the fuck is he doing at an empty house what is he doing with that house and it seems like a great place to hide someone or something
1: so that or just a getaway it could be just a getaway
0: it's it's not a beautiful home like his home though
1: yeah but if you just want peace and quiet peace and
0: quiet yeah that's true I don't know um, if I were a detective, I'd surely check this out as much as I could, but I'm not for good reason. Um, Nick claims he goes to the house regularly to check on things, check the mail, electricity, make sure no one's broken in because nobody lives there, broken window, anything. Mm-hmm. Just another piece of the puzzle. On July 8th now, three days after Amy's gone missing, detectives discover that before Amy disappeared, she tried purchasing a gun illegally.
1: Ooh, illegally
0: illegally on the street oh as they say
1: okay black market
0: i mean not literally on the street but yeah. <laughs> you know why does a stay-at-home wife with a beautiful home in a safe neighborhood need to buy a gun secretly because she can afford to buy one legally
1: maybe she doesn't want it on the record
0: right right exactly why doesn't she but why I don't
1: know.
0: this is when it's thought that amy was scared of someone but who here's the next piece of uh key evidence that comes up because we are the detectives now i feel like we're playing a little game yes playing like clue it. Oh, oh well i got clue for christmas from and brett's daughters I played
1: clue up in georgia over was, christmas so, yeah and i really sucked it up the first game because like you know, you have like those little like tallies and you check up i'm like i don't know what i'm doing i'm circling things and i was like oh i know what it is and mm-hmm. i didn't and then i ended up winning three games in a row listen <laughs> they were so pissed
0: brett's daughter who's 13 has won every fucking game we've played And she's on a streak and I'm going to beat her. I'm going to beat her. I'm going to beat her this weekend. All right. Here's the next piece of extremely key evidence that comes up. Amy went missing right after the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And after a few days, forensics as well as further luminol testing start coming back from the lab. Luminol is when, you know, they test for blood stain or splatter in the house. And it's been tried to been cleaned up. Exactly. Right. Because you have to use bleach bleach to really get it up. Check this out. They discovered it in the kitchen. Remember, they found a tiny blood yeah. stain on the like, cabinet up top. The floor of the kitchen has had a significant amount of blood shed and then mopped up.
1: Using what? Bleach? No,
0: not using bleach. So you can see the person, whoever, however blood was spilled all over the floor. There, It was not cleaned up well. And you can even see... A handprint in the blood. (gasps) It's enough blood to assume that whoever got hurt must have been either cut deeply or hit with a blunt force object. It's a lot of blood. What are your thoughts?
1: If, I mean, if Nick is a smart man, maybe he hired somebody. It's a piece, if his time, but did anybody see him at the, well, obviously the coffee shop, Mm -hmm. but did anybody see him at the beach and the The, bar? Not the
0: beach. No, the bar. Yes. Because it was opening for business. Okay. 11, like lunchtime. Okay. The cops now have their eagle eye on Nick after this blood situation. They can't arrest him, though. No body, no crime. And to arrest someone for murder, you would think you need a body. So I actually looked into this mm-hmm. a little bit while writing my notes for this episode. I became curious as to how often a person can be charged with murder when there's no yeah. body. I keep feeling I'm going to say nobody. No body.
1: Two separate words.
0: According to AE TV's website that I found this, with a murder, the corpse is the most crucial piece of evidence. Well, obviously. Right. But since 1843, more than 500 known no body murder trials have been held in the United States. So not a lot. 500 in uh, 120 years. Okay. 500, um. And they gave a quote from a prosecutor familiar with no body murder cases, Megan Doyle. She says, without a body, you need to make sure all your other evidence is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So that's what police are waiting for. It makes sense. They won't arrest Nick yet because double jeopardy. You can only
1: do it once. You
0: can only do it once. They need to be rock solid. So now let's move to another day in the investigation. Moving along. All of this. And I don't even think it's been a week yet. It's a very short amount of time. There's a candlelight vigil that happens for Amy at a local park. Very typical with signs, pictures, posters, people wearing buttons with her picture, t-shirts, holding candles, the whole shebang. And if I ever go missing, I I want all of that.
1: Get out of my head. I was going to say the same thing. Like, I better be like t-shirts, balloons, Uh hats. Hats.
0: And you better pick a good picture too.
1: Oh, yeah. So in the park
0: where they have, that's great, the vigil. In the park where they have the vigil, there's a gazebo where her parents and Nick are. Nick is trashed and ran in the press for this vigil because he is seen again acting according to outsiders off when Nick goes to speak to the crowd this time he's a lot more appealing than the last time he spoke to the crowd but it is weird like he starts listen I have nothing to do with my wife's disappearance he asks for anyone with information to come forward he dotes on Amy saying that she's his soulmate brilliant charming wise he loves her during his speech I kid you not He's speaking. He, she's amazing. I had nothing to do with it. I feel like when people say I had nothing to do with it. During the speech, a woman in the crowd speaks out, like, mm. shouts out. What did you do with your pregnant wife? <gasps> <laughs> uh-huh. Bombshell. This causes Nick to leave the vigil because the crowd gets crazy. And yeah. there's camera crews there because this thing's national news. And cops have to escort him back home. This is a point where cops... Are done. They change their tune. She's pregnant. They haven't gotten her medical records back yet, so they wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. During the next interview they have with Nick, it gets serious. Nick denies Amy's pregnancy. Deny, deny, deny. Deny she was even friends with that neighbor who spoke up at the vigil. Oh. And is confused when they bring up how meticulously clean his house was after Amy went missing. And now let me go back to that crime scene well, we was saw. Was it not
1: clean before?
0: Well, l- let She's me a get,
1: stay-at-home lady.
0: But this is the thing, the crime scene I'm talking about. Nick has never considered his wife, or I'm sorry, his house to be perfectly clean, allegedly. Um, I keep saying that. Cops say that for a woman to go missing the way that she did, would a shattered glass coffee table and an one overturned chair be the only things off?
1: That's weird, yeah. Right? Think
0: about it. Like, when you first say it, but then when you go back and you think about it, wouldn't there be... Picture frames fallen down, or you know, decorations slammed around from a struggle.
1: And a quick arc and a quick in and out. But where mm-hmm. the how, like where did that happened versus the kitchen, like are they? It's not like our Florida
0: style open concept homes. They were separated okay. so that they weren't by each other. That's another good point that I even think about. The house was too neat for what happened. And the fact that there was blood in the kitchen doesn't make sense. Like it was obviously cleaned up. Yeah, obviously. Well, we know that now. This interview is when another bomb after bomb after bomb is dropped. When they tell him, "We found a shit ton of blood on your kitchen floor, Nick." Oh, they
1: didn't tell him that. Nope. Oh,
0: this is when they tell him, and they tell him they know that the life insurance policy was recently adjusted. Of course. And he says that was her idea. <sighs> okay. And one more thing, Nick. Why are you in credit card debt in the amount of one hundred seventeen thousand dollars?
1: That's a lot of money.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: Holy moly. Nick denies,
0: deny, 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 and says his credit card must have been stolen. Stolen identity. That was not me. I, you know, this was not me.
1: Can't they like look up what he bought?
0: Yeah, they can. They do. They have all of that. They have the credit card statements. They know every single thing he bought. Very expensive things. This is when Nick lawyers up. Is it possible that his identity was stolen? Sure. Could he have honestly upped Amy's life insurance with her consent? Or like they did it together. Mm. Sure. Was she really pregnant? I don't know. Was someone framing him? I don't know. Detectives at this point have gained access to searching Nick's father's house. Because before it was like a kind of walkthrough yeah. canvas. Now they're searching. They already searched Nick's house because it was a crime scene. And now they can do the same here. It's an empty house and anything could hide there. Any secrets could be hidden there. Secrets they do find. Since no one lives there regularly, it's the perfect hiding place. They find burned up journals in the furnace. Written by? Are they salvageable? Well, they're not completely burned. Like there's some of them are completely burned. Some of them are not. Pages are available. Some pages are not. It's enough to read several pages and they're Amy's journals. It's confirmed with handwriting that it's hers. Mm. So, guess who has looked through what's available? Nick. Me. So, I'm going to read you some of the journal entries. Oh. Okay, it's a lot. There's honestly a shit. There's more. There's honestly a shit. (laughs)
1: Don't get rid of your cuss. Come on. I'm
0: sorry. There's obviously a lot there because it's multiple journals that she kept. I only picked out, like, a few Mm -hmm. sentences here and there with Mm -hmm. dates. I have dates for you. July 5th, 2009. People say marriage is hard work. That's not true for Nick and me. Two years in and it's just good. July 18th, 2010. So another year after that. Testing your marriage for weak spots. Here's how. Add a recession. Subtract two jobs. That's effective. Uh Suddenly I know everything is about to get worse.
1: Uh
0: And there's a lot more to these entries I just picked out for time's sake. A few things, okay? Okay. September 23rd, 2010. I am a Missourian now. Mm. No money, no job, no prospect. Breast cancer, stage four, so we moved. I don't mind. I just wish he'd asked. Nick is happy to be home. I feel disposable and like I could disappear. (gasps) It's really sad because it gets more depressing as the journals go on.
1: Well, where where did they live originally?
0: They were from the New York area.
1: So you moved from that to Missouri? Yeah. Which Um. is where
0: Nick grew up, so he probably has friends and all of that. Yeah. Okay. October 2nd, 2011. My husband has come undone. Maureen, Nick's mom. Mm -hmm. Maureen died. Mm. He only uses me for sex. Otherwise, I don't exist. Last night, I went from desperate to pathetic. He's out so much. We had a fight today. I told him we should try again, assuming for a baby, baby, but doesn't say that. And he yelled at me. You want to be a couple that has a baby to save their marriage? He's a coward, and when I told him that, when I told him that, I was slammed into the wall. I'm now afraid of my husband.
1: Uh-oh. These are not looking good.
0: <laughs> not looking good. February 14th, 2012. Nick wants me gone, but he won't ask for a divorce. I'm his only line of credit. That sentence right there kind of sealed the ugh. deal. I couldn't. That one's not done. Oh. And this is on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Oh,
1: I didn't even... Pick that up.
0: I could go home to my parents, but then I'd have to tell them the truth. Will he hurt me? Am I paranoid? Am I crazy?
1: Yes. No, just kidding.
0: Will he hurt me is freaky. That's the last one I'll share, and I only gave a snippet. Like I said, this case is so public, it's on every news channel spoken about and debated by all the big wigs. and then we get another bombshell. A press conference happens, another press conference, where a woman we have never seen in the media reads a statement she's formally dressed and very young like young 20s this woman says that she's been having an affair with nick dunn she never thought that he would be the type of man who would kill her their wife for her Mm. she talks about how they met and how she thought he loved her and she loved him what the fuck
1: wait this is a woman went on the news yep
0: held a press conference stating this this is now you know within that week that she's gone missing maybe a week later And and there's evidence that comes out, like texts that prove that this affair did happen. Oh, so it really did It
1: wasn't just like this woman was making it up.
0: No, 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 no. No, it's real. So Nick, his side of the story, because I keep giving you what he says, he then goes on TV, he gives an interview, and he says, yes, he was having an affair. He admits, he can't deny it. There's evidence. He says he's a bad guy, but being a bad guy does not make him a murderer. Mm -hmm. He even cries on camera crying probably because he looks suspicious but we're mm-hmm. crying because he is suspicious there's a lot more than that stated but you don't need the rest that's the gist so based on everything he said she said at this point but it's the journals for me joanna it's time to give you the rest of the story before i give you the rest <laughs> do you think he's guilty or innocent
1: innocent
0: okay innocent till proven, proven guilty. guilty now you tell me true crime or movie plots dun 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 movie
1: movie And as I've been asking you lately, why do you say that? Because you were saying this was like a nationally known, it was on all the news outlets and I don't remember seeing it.
0: Uh, You don't watch the news. No, I'm kidding. You do. Um, It's a movie. Pause. Uh, Why? What do you have for me, Joanna? Tell me first what it is. Gone girl. Where are you going? (laughs) Do you have the book? Oh my God. She probably has the book
1: have you read it yet? Yes.
0: Oh, yay!
1: yay. <laughs> and it was so funny, because we just talked about, like, what if I already know it? And did you catch on early on? Immediately, when you said that's Nick and Amy, awesome. e, and you said move to Missouri, and he went to the, got the coffee, the beach, and the bar, I'm like, that's the first scene of it. Yes! The <laughs> so when did you read the book? Oh, a long time ago. High five. <laughs> and you remembered it. But then there was a couple things when I was like, oh, maybe it's not this story. And then you said when she was pregnant, I was like, ah! I remember what she did to make herself seem pregnant. And that was Oh, you that remember
0: it? Crap. Did you
1: watch the movie too? No, I only read the book.
0: Oh, you only read the book? How was it knowing the story, listening to the story? How do you feel?
1: It was good because it's been such a long time that it was nice. Again, like I said, I like hearing your rendition of <laughs> if it. But if I didn't know this... I think the only thing that gave it away was that you said it was like nationally known, and it was like, well, you know what this made me news outlets.
0: I this made me really think of the the Scott Peterson case, because so many similarities
1: Mm -hmm. went
0: missing. I think she was pregnant. They blamed him. He did fishy stuff in the media. Mm -hmm. Someone came out saying that she was his mistress in the media. That was this and scott peterson happened before this book i think doesn't neil patrick harris
1: play nph play yes. the guy she has the affair with says, oh my gosh. i was waiting for you to mention him but i don't know if he was mentioned in it oh yeah desi be- but in the beginning but no. it was from her point of view though because it flips back and forth mm-hmm. okay cool because again i like how you are able to twist it and make it like seem like it could have been real mm so you do
0: a good job well i don't want to disrespect the movie writer so i just pick out what i want did you watch the movie or did you read the book i watched the movie Um, i haven't read the
1: book it's very oddly enough it's very similar like they don't stray Mm -hmm. which i like i like that too okay i usually read the book before i watch the movie because then if i watch the movie first and i get annoyed with the book
0: Yes, I cannot watch a movie and then read a book. Yeah. The book, uh, okay, <laughs> all right. So Joanna knows she read the book on "Girls So Exciting" by Gillian Flynn. Gillian, Gillian,
1: Gillian, Gillian, a girl. My bad. It it does. Does. Gillian. Gillian uh, Flynn. Gilligan.
0: Jillian Jillian, Joanna so I hope you enjoy hearing the rest of it and for our listeners if you haven't seen the movie or read the book Gone Girl 2014 it came out the book came out in 2012 at least Joanna's copy did I looked at it um I hope you enjoy hearing the rest of it yes okay all right so let's talk about the movie written by Jillian Flynn and directed by David Fincher oh the movie stars Ben Affleck as Nick Dunn Rosamund Pike as Amy Dunn. She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And Neil Patrick Harris, as you said. Also, Tyler Perry plays Nick's lawyer. Quite a few big names. Oh, yeah. NPH played uh, her creepy friend, Desi.
1: Yes. Who we'll talk like about. Obviously, madly in love with her.
0: Obviously, obsessed with her. So, here's a point in our show, guys, where I'm going to give you the rest of the movie. So, spoiler alert.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you've already read the book or watched a movie like joanna i hope that you still enjoy my rendition i do all right up to this point so let's get back to it okay snap back snap snap back i'm gonna snap your bra don't okay up to this point this movie is filled with flashbacks where you get a glimpse of nick and amy's happy marriage where they're so in love and like doing it in the library Mm. (laughs) stuff like that as the movie goes on the flashbacks get darker and darker with time as the journals revealed darker and darker and darker you see their marriage deteriorating up to the point where we see a fight between them and Nick shoves Amy so hard he she slams her head on a staircase.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to watch. The movie starts with Nick's voice and I want to read you the quote. And it's probably where the book starts with too. It The movie starts with the line where he says, When I think of my wife, I always think of her head. <gasps> I picture cracking her lovely skull, Ew. unspooling her brains, trying to get answers, The primal question of any marriage, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? What have we done to each other?
1: Mm, That's intense.
0: That's intense. We also see through the movie in present day that Nick is really having the affair with a woman named Andy who he begs not to tell anyone about.
1: See, I don't remember the affair part. Okay. In the book.
0: Yeah, he begs her. Once it goes public, please don't. If the affair came out, it would ruin him in 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 the investigation. He feels like something else I skipped over from the movie is Nick's relationship with his sister it's his twin sister and she's his best friend but as things unfold in the media and things come out she gets more and more suspicious of Nick and they argue they fight a lot Mm -hmm. and she said you know she doesn't accuse him but she's like I see why people are saying this Nick and the final thing worth noting I skipped over is that as an anniversary tradition Amy leaves clues for Nick for a treasure hunt every year
1: Uh. is that in the book Yes. Ooh,
0: it's a fun game for them.
1: But see, what's in the book? They go back. They flip back. Each chapter is different. It's from his point of view and oh, her point of view the whole time.
0: Yeah. Okay. This year, on the the day that she goes missing, the um anniversary uh, treasure hunt clues are very crypted. They're more sinister and just creepy. So now everyone's caught up, and we can continue where we left off. Yes. Okay. After the affair comes out, and Nick cries on camera. That's where we stopped. Amy dun 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 is alive yeah she has left her on her own free will and has escaped her husband really though she's framing her husband
1: whose blood was it was it hers i'm gonna tell I don't you i remember
0: good amy planned the whole thing out to a t we see her calendar where she has every single moment planned months 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 maybe even a year before this actually happened nice. months and months before down to her befriending the neighbor was on her calendar secretly. Where was this calendar? She had it her own secret calendar. Oh. We see it though now in present day. She has it with her. Um, she has on the calendar when to share her fake pregnancy with the neighbor. She has on the calendar how she faked her pregnancy by her neighbor was pregnant mm-hmm. and she used her urine Peed. by emptying the toilet yeah. tank.
1: Crazy. I think in the book she put like a bottle and it caught some of the pee.
0: No, no, no. She emptied the toilet tank. This is what I think happened. It happened very quick. Emptied the toilet tank. And I think she, like, made it seem like it wasn't flushing. So yeah. when her friend came out, she's like, oh, the toilet's not flushing or something. She's like, she said, okay, I'll take care of it. Something like that. And, and then she sick. used the urine. So that when she went to the doctor, there was evidence from the doctor that she was pregnant.
1: Oh, and she peed in that. Okay. Exactly. Or made that her pee. Okay, but it yeah. be warm. Okay, go.
0: Yeah, whatever. Everything... Oh, we see her writing in her journals for months and months and months making up these journals where it's a mixture of true and false, so you get confused. Mm. Amy's even responsible for the blood stain in the kitchen. She used a needle and bled herself. And it showed her sitting down reading a book with a like an IV dripping blood into a Tupperware container and she poured it on the floor and then she purposely mopped it up sloppily that all so she happened. just held
1: her blood in a tupperware container because yes. Yeah. and then she, she
0: poured psycho. it out on the floor and it cleaned it up it doesn't matter how many days before because the blood stain is still there that's with luminol true. um she even staged the living room that day and perfectly staged it so it looked too clean she made it look amiss because she watched documentaries youtubes all kinds of stuff on crime scenes uh, to make it all perfect to make it look she liked weird. when ham yeah (laughs) now what is she doing now when she's supposedly missing she bought a car with cash left town dyed her hair bought new clothes from goodwill which are don't match how she really dresses and she's eating so much junk food to gain as much weight as possible and she does as the movie you can see her face gets a little like swollen and she looks like she's gained weight her plan is to eventually drown herself in the river.
1: She was going to kill herself for reals? You don't remember this? I don't.
0: And she even has it on her calendar. Kill myself today. And then she moves the sticky note to the next like few oh, weeks because really? so she's not ready. Kill myself today. She keeps pushing it off.
1: See, like it's been a while.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. Why is she doing all this? Solely to frame Nick to hurt him. That's her only reason. She's
1: going to kill herself. Mm-hmm. That's insane.
0: He never physically abused her, but he sure was having the affair and she knew about it. She hated how he made her feel. She wasn't special anymore. She narrates that Nick dragged her penniless and then changed into a different person. Then found himself a new cool girl. That's what she says. That he couldn't destroy her and then live happily ever after. No fucking way. Oh. That's what she said in the movie. So that doesn't count as my kiss count. I'm still counting it. She says he needed to learn that grown-ups work for things, pay, and suffer consequences. Mm-hmm. and then we see her in a hotel room hitting herself in the face with a hammer it's so and disturbing those cabins, right it's the cabin yep. where she
1: meets that couple yeah yeah, yep. yeah yeah
0: i'm gonna talk about the couple yeah this isn't the first time amy has done this type of thing remember i said that she had someone who's pressed exes she's pressed charges against an ex in the past mm-hmm. for sexual abuse we learn that she set him up that ex Well, Nick uses the clues she left him from the scavenger hunt, eventually figures figures everything out, and he himself tracks down her ex. Mm. He does like his own investigation. Tommy, the ex, says that when they were dating, it wasn't going the way he wanted, so he backed off of her a little bit, like Mm -hmm. being boyfriend, girlfriend type thing. She didn't like that very much. So one day she came over, pulled his pants down, and you know, they had sex, seduced him. Then, next thing he knows, like that night or the next day, the cop showed up at his house, saying Amy, his girlfriend, has consist- wounds consistent with rape, lig- lig- blah, 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 ligature marks on her wrists, and his semen inside her. Oh, well, of
1: course, they did it.
0: Boom, and she was rich, and he was not. This man, open and shut case. His life was ruined because mm-hmm. of Amy, and yeah. all fake, all because he didn't want to. He, he backed off from dating her, and she was pissed. So she's vicious vicious this is when nick knows that she set him up he gets his sister and his lawyer to believe him fully yeah you remember that yeah. even the detective he tells but i don't know if she really believed him yet but before nick can claim his innocence and avoid jail with the media heavily staking out his house nick goes out front to see a car pull up an extremely bloodied amy stumbles out of the car walks into his arms and faints in front of the news media At the hospital, none of her answers to police make sense. She's been gone maybe a week or so at this point. And Nick is like, where have you been? Why are you back? Why are you framing me? And this is, I'm going to tell you where Amy has been the whole time. I know where. You know where. It's been more than a week. It's been almost a month at this point when Amy returns, my bad. During Amy's stay at the hotel, she was so backing up to when she first disappeared. During Amy's stay at the hotel she escaped to, Joanna mentioned that she met a couple. They ended up robbing her and stealing all mm-hmm. the cash she had, which we don't know how much, but it was like hundreds. It was a lot. I'm based sorry. On the book. It was only $100 bills. It was like thousands of dollars. Was a lot. She couldn't call the cops and she didn't know what to do. So she was robbed of all her money. She got kicked out of the hotel. She has this crappy car, can't go to the police. So she called the one person she could think of, mm. her creepy ass childhood friend, Neil Patrick Harris.
1: Yes. He's not creepy, though.
0: In the movie, he is. I know. Desi, the character is. She gives him a sob story of being an abused wife who ran away, and he buys it hook, line, and sinker. Of
1: course he does. 100%. He's in love with, He's
0: her. In love with her. right? And tells her that she can stay at his lake house. And when we say lake house, mm-hmm. it's not a modest cabin. Mm-mm. This place is stunning. NPH is rich. Bitch. Like, yes. he goes on, he's like, I have heated floors, surround sound, television, cameras everywhere for security, which she does not like. It's a super weird dynamic. He's obsessed with Amy. He feels like she love. he feels like she loves him too, and she leads him on. Because what else, she has, she now has no choices. She realized that he thinks this is a thing. Like, they're yeah. going to be together, not just friends that are now together, He buys her clothes that are her style. He buys her makeup. He reminds her, "Oh, there's a gym in this house, by the way, because she's gained weight." Which I'm like, whatever. He's obsessed with her. It's creepy. And what does Amy think? Holy shit, I'm stuck. Yeah. She doesn't have many options. So she does have one option though. To her, not in or not sane option. Amy leads Desi on, Mm -hmm. sending him off to work the next day. This is about a month into it. This is when the police are searching for her. This is all she's gone. And they
1: Nick not know about Desi
0: yeah but he thinks that she that he was someone that she accused of stalking her because she did say that and he tries to track Desi down and Desi brushes him off but before he realizes Amy's alive oh okay Amy leads Desi on sending him off to work this is kind of the climax tussles up his hair untucks his shirt sends him out of the door turns him on right I'll see you later when you get home so when Desi goes outside his front door camera shows him messed up hair shirt untucked kind of like tucking back in his shirt this is where it gets weird and then she starts setting a scene for police she uses rope to bruise her wrists she shoves a wine bottle up her vagina
1: why she doesn't
0: even give herself a one two three in the movie she just goes I don't
1: remember that part
0: she's trying to make herself seem mutilated she cries and sobs in one in front of one of the home cameras like she drags over to it and like puts her hands on the glass and like screaming so it looks like she's in pain then she goes on to mutilate her body with small tools like different parts scratches herself when Desi crazy Desi comes home from work she seduces him in bed begins to have sex with him and then slashes his throat with a hidden blade
1: doesn't but 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 did he realize like he she had the wrists and the she seduced him the second he walked in the
0: door wearing lingerie what else could he look at hello blood pools all over her all over her because he's above her having sex and she slashes his throat it's disgusting and um yeah this leads her to driving home to nick and creating this fake story that the whole time desi kidnapped her not to nick nick knows the truth she made up this story for the police well, the blood.
1: If it, and being blood on her, she's the, escaping. She,
0: yeah, self-defense. She's a hero. The,
1: when the, where are the cameras in the house? Like, weren't they, like- they,
0: They, They're not... Cameras are not in the bedroom. There's a the front door. There's a camera oh. in the garage. There's one looking at, like, the kitchen, but it only has a, a view of, like, the floor, like, the part of the kitchen right by the window, not the full inside of the house. Okay. In the end, the media buys it. Nick goes along with it, even though they hate each other, and she tried framing him for murder, He gets TV deals, book deals to make money, and to his sister's disgust, he stays with Amy. They stay together. They have a fucked up, crazy love situation where he admits he would be too bored with any other woman. The end. It's crazy. They're both kind of crazy. Yeah. That's it. That's my movie. Did you like it? What did you give it? Well... I looked up Rotten Tomatoes this time, Joanna, because you called it Rotten Rotten (laughs) Apples. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 88%. Oh. IMDb, 8.1 out of 10.
1: Oh, so pretty close.
0: Me, 4 out of 5. I know. It's the same thing. Listen, I don't look at the rating until I give it a rating. Why are you giving me an exhausted look? Tell the the people who
1: don't know, Joanna. Because your rating is the exact same. (laughs) Except you make it like, oh, it's not the same because I'm using five instead of ten. Whatever. Um, It I have been an eight out of ten, which is an 80%, which is is close to rotten apples.
0: Tomatoes. I know. Potatoes. I was truly unsure throughout the movie if he was really guilty or not. I didn't know.
1: Well, in the book, you know right away.
0: Oh well, they didn't reveal it till like halfway. The movie was really long though; it was over two hours. Oh,
1: see, I can't.
0: All right, guys. Well, have you watched Gone Girl? I know it was a huge movie, so everyone our age has probably seen the movie. I'd never watched it until like last week.
1: And I think, honestly, I think I, know, I want to say Dolly recommended this book to me. Dolly's got a really good book recommendation record with hey, me. Hey, girl. All so. right. Well, that count person. was pretty good. What was it? Only 11. I feel like when you say good,
0: it's going to be like over 40. Like no. your definition of good and my definition of good are different. It's
1: a lot lower than it's been. Cool. Cool beans. Oh, that's what I was saying. If you watched
0: Gone Girl, read the book, you knew it from the first second I started talking. Like me. What did you think? Yeah, like Joanna. Did you like it? Did you like hearing a story that you already knew? Or on the flip side, was it more difficult for you because you already knew? Did it spoil it for you? Too much think. Or if you never even heard of it, did you think it was true or false? All right. My lovely listen. My? This is just my your,
1: show now. Your, it is the Carmen
0: show. Our lovely listeners, thank you for joining us this week. See you in two weeks as we are a bi-weekly podcast. Reach out to us. Tell us what you think. And remember to what, Joanna? Live, laugh, but do not murder. Never. Don't be like crazy Amy. Not to be confused with intern Amy.